When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The second episode of the Talk About It series with Northside Hospital is officially up. Jeff Dollar, what did you think of part two? I actually think these conversations are fascinating because the the common thread that runs through everybody's story, no matter how different, whether you're a single person navigating dating, you're a married person navigating uh, being married. Um, and having like one of you get COVID because that's one of the things that gets discussed in, yeah. in in the episode that came out today. Or a new parent. The past year has been so anxiety filled and so filled with unknowns for everybody. No matter where you live on the on the chart of 2020, mm-hmm. it's all about the unknown and anxiety. And nobody was really talking about it. Until I feel like I don't think anybody's talking about it. And I think this campaign that Northside Hospital is doing and these conversations that you're having are so interesting to listen to because it's the first time people are almost admitting that the past year was so hard. Yeah. I felt like that was a lot of words to say that last sentence. (laughs) It was a lot of words to say the last sentence. I feel like I took the scenic route to get to that. But what I was trying to say is I don't feel like people have really acknowledged the enormity of the past Yeah. Year. I mean, it's insane. And did you, listening to it, feel like as a guy, because this is a series for women, did you feel like there were any differences between like what your perspective of the last year and like what you heard the women talk about, like as a guy? Well, I think- Cause it came up several times. Like I feel like men and women have had kind of different situations the past year, like just biologically and like what, how we respond to things and, you know, stuff like that. Did that resonate with you at all? Or are you like, no, we had it similar. Like what's your take? I feel like most men, generally speaking, generalizing here, I think most men spent the year saying things like, man, this is jacked up. Like, Mm -hmm. wow, these businesses are going to have a tough time recovering. Holy crap, this needs to change. You know, like Mm -hmm. acknowledging the enormity of what was happening. Whereas women, while they were going through it, again, generally speaking, just got through it and didn't sit back and say, man, this is messed up. Now that it's over, I think guys are just moving on as though, oh, that was a rough year. Here we go. And women are just now processing the thoughts that they had or that men had during it. Mm -hmm. Like, holy crap, I have three friends who are now unemployed or my friend's business closed or whatever it was. Yeah. Or I had a sick family member who still hasn't recovered or somebody passed away or, you know, 
Mm-hmm. Does it make sense? Yeah, totally makes sense. Anyways, um, catch up on the episodes. You can go to our website, callieandjeff.com, or you can listen anywhere that you listen to podcasts like you're doing right now. The upside means living in gratitude, finding the positive in every experience, and helping other people do the same. You are now part of the movement. Welcome to The Upside with Callie and Jeff. This episode is brought to you by Dinner Affair. If this is your first episode of The Upside, welcome. If you've been here before, welcome back. My name is Jeff Dollar, and today I am grateful for Ellie. I just like having her around. I'm glad she's here. She's the coolest. Do you believe eight months is going to be next week? No. That blows my mind. I feel like we were just talking about seven months and now she's eight months. And I'm like, oh my gosh, like where did it go? I feel like I just found out I was pregnant and now I can't, you know, I have like a closer to one year old than newborn. (sighs) Life is weird. My name is Callie Dollar and I am grateful for cute dog colors. (laughs) How are you on a scale of one to 10? Two weeks ago, you were a 10. I know. Last week, you dropped down to a nine. Where are you living this week? I'm living at about an eight. Oh, I'm living at about an eight. I don't see it as a bad thing. I mean, eight's still pretty high. I am having, there's so much going on and so much to be done and a lot of things that I can't delegate in addition to us having a lot of stuff to do around this house. Like there's still stuff from the beach from Memorial Day that hasn't been, you know what I mean? Because we've just been busy. So I feel like I am running on a treadmill without a break, kind you of. Know, you know what would help th- with that? Because I know exactly some of the stuff you're talking about. You know what we should do is we should have this weekend, we should designate like three hours. And those three hours should be micro-anxiety hours. And Can we do it though? Because I feel like we were well-intentioned with doing stuff like last weekend, but then we get caught up and, oh, I just got to finish this thing for work. And, oh, I just got to do this. Oh, and, oh, no. Last weekend, you screwed up. Why did I screw up? Saturday. You stole Saturday because you didn't have your schedules organized. Oh, yeah, you're right. Yep, you're right. Because I would like, there was this mirror that's been sitting on our floor for a month and a half that we need to hang. We just got stuff around the house. That's what do. I'm saying. And we could have done yeah. it. Last weekend, but, I messed it up. <laughs> but Callie screwed up and, and double booked a, an a appointment on Saturday. So Saturday was kind of a wash. But if we designated three or four hours this weekend and all we did is micro anxieties, we hung that mirror. We put, put away a, the laundry, put away the laundry that we've washed and is sitting in a pile from the beach. We the stuff that's sitting on the stairs, we just take it up, put it away. All those little things. If we did it together, like during Ellie's nap, two hours, bam, we could crush yeah, it. We could crush it. Um, would that take you up to a nine? If those um, went, a- if those went away, it would be a nine. That would take one point, but then I still got like a slew of work stuff to do. That's fine. Work stuff is fine. Big personal projects are fine. It's the micro anxieties that'll get you. Yeah, that's true. Because really you do look at them up and, and they're annoying and they drag you down. Drag you down. Yeah. So, so let's do that. Saturday morning is micro-anxiety morning. Cool. Uh, on a scale of 1 to 10, how are you? I think I'm an 8. I feel like I wasn't as productive as 
I could have been this week. I was a little same as you. We've got a lot. We're juggling a lot of balls right now, which are all like balls are good. It's good to have balls. (laughs) And so that makes me happy. The problem is all of them are in the air. And sometimes my response to that is just to step away and stare at the balls. And I feel like you you have definitely been doing that. And I hate seeing you do that because I feel like it's paralyzing for you. You know, like you get stuck. Yeah. It's like you're trying to swim in honey or something. You know what I mean? Yes. And I feel bad because like I watch you swim in honey, but I still like we've been married for five years almost and we've been together for 10 and I still am not totally sure how to help get you unstuck. But I do think that we, and this isn't, this isn't part of the plan. I'm going to go off script for a second, but not script, but go off plan for a minute. Jeff and I decided to do something to get ourselves a little bit unstuck. And we agreed to both start making a priority to twice a month, having some sort of interaction, like a dinner or a lunch or a sit down or whatever with someone doing what we want to do successfully like kind of mentors in business. And I think that's really going to get the honey unstuck situation. I don't think it is. I I mean, I think it'll help. It'll, it'll certainly help. I just, just the way my brain works. I know I'm not alone because I've worked with people like this when there's a lot going on. Sometimes it, let me say it differently at times when I should be getting up super early and staying up late and crossing a lot of T's and dotting a lot of I's and just taking care of a a lot of business. And when I say business, I mean like personal, just stuff. Just stuff. When there's stuff, sometimes my response to that is to just back away and kind of stare at it all and then randomly just pick one thing and do that and then just Mm -hmm. pick one thing and do that. It doesn't last forever. It used to drive me crazy and now I just roll with it. You know what it's like? I felt it. I felt it roll in around Wednesday of this week. Mm -hmm. I felt it happening. And 10 years ago, Jeff, 10 years ago, Jeff would have been like, Oh no, I've got so much to do. I'm so stressed. I can't sleep, whatever, blah, blah, blah. Now I'm in my head. I'm like, this is going to last 72 hours. And then it'll be gone. And then it'll be gone and I'll be invigorated. It's almost like my brain takes a look at mini vacation. Right. It's like I'll we come need back. to check out for just to, for just a second. You know what it reminds me of? You know those machines that shoot tennis balls? Like if you're like playing by yourself, you know oh, what yeah. I mean? how you can just hit tennis balls. Uh-huh. I feel like the way our brains operate are so different. Like I get in front of the machine. I'm like, okay, hit that one, hit that one, hit that one. And then I'm like, gosh, I'm really tired. And you, you kind of look at it and you're like, that's, that's coming really fast. Using that analogy. What I do is I step to the side and just let the machine fire all the balls and let until it's out. Yes. And then when the machine completely runs out of balls and completely runs out of gas, (laughs) then I'm like, all right, I'm going to wander in and clean all these up. Yes, that is a, that is a, yes, you nailed it. Totally so, nailed it. So I, you know what? That's a really good analogy. Cause I do think that might be what my brain's doing. It's like a lot of input. It's a lot of stuff that needs to be done right now. So I'm going to let it all come in. Then I can organize it. Then I can execute yes. it. And I'm like, 
hitting stuff left and right. Keep it off the floor. 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 Keep it off the floor, which the negative of that side is to potentially burn out, which I tend to do. Like I tend to just like go, 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 go. And then I'm like, okay, okay. Anyway. What's really empowering about either one of those two things is once you realize and accept how you work, because we live in a world where you have to, uh, where I feel like most people have to operate at a status quo level, like the way most people operate. You the know what I mean? The way you think most people operate. Sure. So for a long time, you know, people would talk about having to, you know, disconnect and unplug and, you know, whatever it is, mm-hmm. like, uh, don't work in the evening, give your brain a chance to relax, blah, blah, whatever, whatever the rule is. And you might be a person whose brain comes alive in the evening. Right. That's when you think of all the great responses to the work emails you have. That's when you're most creative. That's when you, and you're at odds with the after dinner, we relax, mm-hmm. we, you know, wind down, whatever. You don't yeah. stay up for three hours after the kids go to bed and work. No, you have to go to bed. You, you watch the 11 o'clock news, then go to bed. No, if you want to stay up till, once you, once you figure out how you work most efficiently and embrace it, life becomes much better. And well, the second part is of that is letting go of the people that you work with, live with, whatever, They're that right. are opposite of you. Yes. So like, I think I used to try to be like, no, Jeff, see, you just pick up the racket and then you you hit it and then you hit the next one. And you're just looking at me like I'm speaking a different language. Like you can't, I'll never be able to teach you how to do it my way in the same way that you'll never be able to teach me how to just let everything lie and then handle it. It's just a matter of being like, all right, well, that's the way you are. So it's just going to happen that way. And This this is a totally random question, loosely connected to what we're talking about. What is your strategy for, I'm not going to say cleaning a room, but what's your strategy for organizing is a better word? Because I'm not talking about dusting and vacuuming, but like organizing a space, like a floor of a house. Because my, I'll describe mine first, and you can tell me if yours is is the opposite. I, if I'm- Are you about to knock on me for how dirty our room is right now? No. Oh, okay. I thought you were about to be like, well, if, I know how you do it and it's not clean. <laughs> well, like I'll, I'll use the upstairs of our house as an example. The way I would clean our entire upstairs mm-hmm. is I would start like, in the baby's room and I would go through the baby's room and I would tidy and clean and organize, but anything that doesn't belong in there, I would just drag it out of the room. Mm-hmm. And then I would do our bedroom and I would just drag everything out. Like I wouldn't go put it away as it comes out. I would just <laughs> get it out of the room. And then, yeah. I would, and then I would do that little linen closet. And then I would do the little laundry room yeah. that we have and everything would drag out to the, the, what's it called? The like for your, landing out the hallway, the hallway. Yeah. And then I would go through the hallway and then I would put everything back. So my cleaning ritual usually involves making a temporary bigger mess. I am not that way at all. 
Yeah. So my process- Which is using your tennis ball analogy, that's the same thing. Like I'm like, let everything- to put all the crap yeah. in one place and then we'll clean from that one place. It's like, cause you like to organize yeah. your first step with pretty much everything is like organized. That's your first step with anything. Let's get organized. Let, you know, so my way would be to, once I pick something up, I start in a room and I probably start in Ellie's room too, just cause it's more fun. And once you pick something up that, that has to find a home. So for me, sometimes, and I have to like reel myself in. But then you go, you're going up and down. Ellie's room is, our room's, that floor is the top level. So if you pick yeah, something work up. workout complete. Then you got to come all the work way downstairs. Workout complete. But. Um, inefficient. No, I don't think it's inefficient at all. I think it's more efficient because you're not going from point A to point B and then from point B to point C, you're going from A to C. You know what I mean? Like there's not the in-between. Yeah. Um, or I'll make a little pile of stuff that I know needs to go downstairs. And as soon as I'm done with Ellie's room, all the downstairs stuff goes down right at once. Like I don't move to our room. I don't move to the laundry room. I just, I do things that way because it can't makes believe more I'm sense in my brain. We've lived together for so long. I can't believe I'm asking this, but I've never paid attention. What about unpacking groceries? Does everything come out of all the bags and then you put it away or do you pull one thing out and put it where it goes? I pull one thing out at a time and put so it where it goes. Weird. What do you? I pull everything out and then I make a pile like freezer, refrigerator, pantry, other stuff. Now, see, I don't have to do the piles because I organize my groceries when they're going down the thing. Like I take them out Fuck of the cart. You can't do and that. And I put them in order. You can do that. And so when I get home and here's the other thing. You can't if, do I've tried to do that in the stupid bag people. Screwed up every time because they're trying to keep things. I think safe. I have. I think I have a bond with the with the people that bag the groceries because I think they're like, you know what, this chick clearly because she could they can see me organizing this stuff on the things. So they're like, clearly this chick knows what she's doing. I can I have tried that and it doesn't work because they're all about like let's put the bread on top and let's put the eggs and you know, different bags so they don't get smashed. And I don't get the egg smash thing with the bags because the bags are so thin that like, it doesn't matter if it's in a bag with other stuff or not. Like it's going to get it's banged not about around that. if you bang it around. Yeah. But if it's only the eggs in the bag, you know, what's in the bag. So you're more gentle with it. If the eggs, yeah, but only like four things can fit in a bag, you know, when you get maybe I'm just thinking, cause yesterday I bought the giant pack of eggs. So I'm like, there's no way I couldn't see this. But if they put the eggs in a bag with four other things and you lift it up, you don't know what's in there. So if you, the eggs would have to be at the bottom if you set it down hard. It's not about. But you can see through the bags. Who looks at the bags like that? I'm looking at the bag to see if the eggs are in it. Well, you're the only one. I, I don't think so. All right, we have to talk briefly about, because we just spent so much time breaking down how our things that we should have observed about ourselves five years ago, but we are just now discovering. Um, we all grew up with Britney Spears. You know, she was part of our pop culture existence. And she has, this conservatorship has kept her silent for what? Is it well, 15 years now? Yeah. And here's the thing is it's been like the longest mental health public story or longest mental health story in the media, I think, of our generation. I mean, it's been so long because for a while, 
you know, like but people nobody, were like, is she okay? Is she, cause then she, it was like clear that she was not okay. And then everyone was like, oh yeah, she's better. And then everyone's like, oh, is she like locked up in a dungeon somewhere? Then people are like, is there a conspiracy on her social media? And then all of this stuff. And now they finally get to court where she gets to say whatever it is that she wants to say on public record. And, you know, the world got the transcripts of what she said. And she basically said, I'm a prisoner in my own life and I'm not okay. And I'm depressed and I cry all the time. And these people are holding me prisoner, pretty much. It was so horrifying to hear her voice and 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 read her words. I want to get your opinion, Callie, because you said you have not heard Justin Timberlake's statement on this. No, I didn't know that he issued a statement at all, but I do love him. So I want to ask you about the Justin Timberlake statement. I will read it to you and then... Your thoughts, because okay. I have thoughts and they're strong. Oh, okay. After what we saw today, we should all be supporting Brittany at this time. Regardless of our past, good and bad, and no matter how long ago it was, what's happening to her is just not right. No woman should ever be restricted from making decisions about her own body. No one should ever be held against their will or have to ask permission to access everything they've worked so hard for. Jess and I send our love and our absolute support to Brittany during this time. We hope the courts and her family make this right and let her live however she wants to live. End of statement. Your initial thoughts. I think a publicist wrote it who still thinks that they need some good press after whatever it is that he was in the negative press that he's been getting for the past year. And I think it's totally unnecessary. I think. Like, who cares? What do you he contributed, this is the thing, his sentiments, I think, are nice. If it's, if it's not a publicist, if it's really his thoughts, I think that's kind of him to say what he said. But find a way to say it to her directly, which he could do. I'm sure he could find a way mm -hmm. to get that to her directly or sit down and don't say anything. I think it's, I think it's likely a public thing because... It uh, doesn't seem like something he would typically comment on at all. And I think people are trying to kind of rebuild the quote unquote damage. And here's the thing. If he hadn't said anything, people would be like, oh, I wonder what Justin thinks. And try. So his people were probably like, just say something about it. Like we are building up your reputation anyways, whatever. It To me, it doesn't sound like something he would say at all. But kind of I just feel like it's not your circus anymore. You know what I yes. mean? Like that would be like – you commenting on us supporting your ex-wife. Like we, what? Like we, that was like, well, no, forever ago. And I there's think nothing. it's, it's not about the time. Oh, I think it is. It's about the fact that he contributed and profited off her downward spiral. You're telling me the song cry me a river. Isn't torture for somebody who's 22 years old. He, and, and I like Justin Timberlake. I, from, I've seen him in interviews. I think he's a nice person. I have seen his concerts. I think he puts on a good concert. I love his music. I'm not afraid to admit it. I love Justin Timberlake's music. I even loved NSYNC. But I think that he's out of line for commenting on something that he had a hand in creating. Now, here's... Without an apology. And I don't. Mm, okay, because I, I was going to say, do you I, think that's kind of his way of being like, you know, making it up to her now? And I think, defending her? I think he has. 
come out in the past and said that he's sorry for some of the public Justin and Brittany stuff, but I think it's something that needs to be acknowledged every time he acknowledges Brittany. I am so glad that I am not famous because it's same thing with Jennifer Aniston. Like anytime anything happens with Brad Pitt, people are like, oh, Jennifer, what do you think? Blah, blah, blah. And she's like, I was married to that guy like 20 years ago. Yeah. Like that ship has sailed. And I imagine this is like the relationship that he will never get like no one will ever stop talking about that relationship. What do you think Jessica Beale's like? Well, she got to marry him and has have his children. So I think, you know, she yeah. probably, I don't think she's in any way jealous of Britney's situation. But take if you took away all of the kind of crazy, like if I'm Jennifer Aniston, I'm like, oh my gosh, stop asking me about Brad Pitt. I don't care. I don't care. I don't care. I would put it on a billboard. I don't care. Dash Jen. But that uh, what what does that have to do with Justin Timberlake? I got, I got really into my own thought. Anyway, yeah, I'm, I love that you feel passionately about this. I think it's really cute. It's Friday, which means it is Free Stuff Friday. And next weekend begins what's supposed to be an epic road trip week. It's going to be 4th of July. And... All of the experts, whoever the experts are on holiday travel, are saying that it's going to be a record-breaking year because everybody's been inside and now people feel free to go out and travel. So in the spirit of the road trip, we are giving away a $150 gas card, which depending on where you're driving, will fill up your tank maybe one and a half times. <laughs> uh but it's 150 bucks, so it will help with your gas money for a road trip. Super simple, easy way to enter. Text the word GAS, G-A-S, I always feel silly, saying, spelling those to 800-434-5454. If you are new to our show, we are announcing that today. You have all weekend plus a day to text the word GAS to 800-434-5454. We will pick the winner Monday, and we will announce the winner on Tuesday's show. You know, you get a great deal on a credit card with a super low interest rate, and it's awesome. You're basically playing with free money. But then that low interest rate reverts back to its normal interest rate. Might happen if you miss a payment. It might just happen after 12 months of using the credit card, and now you're paying 18 or 19% on any balance you carry. That's not right. Lightstream believes that people with good credit deserve a better loan experience. That's exactly what they deliver. Your rate is fixed with Lightstream. It'll never go up for the life of your credit card consolidation loan. With rates starting at just 5.93% APR with auto pay and excellent credit, a loan from Lightstream is a no-brainer. The rate is fixed. It's not going to go up. There's no fees, and you might get your money the same day you apply. Upside listeners can get a special interest rate discount and save even more. The only way to get this discount is to go to lightstream.com slash upside. That's L-I-G-H-T-S-T-R-E-A-M dot com slash upside. Subject to credit approval, rates range from 5.93% APR to 19.99% APR. Include a 0.5% auto pay discount. Lowest rate requires excellent credit. Terms and conditions to apply. Offers are subject to change without notice. Visit lightstream.com slash upside for more information. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. 
For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. A couple of weeks ago, I had a super long work day on the books and it was a day I knew I was going to be on my feet and literally running around for the entire day. And at one point I was running. Okay. If you've been here for a while, you know exactly what I'm about to say, but of course I wore my Rothy's to work that day. Rothy's are the most comfortable flats that I own and they're just as cute as they are comfortable. They have a ton of styles, colors, and patterns to choose from. And the best part is they're machine washable. Say goodbye to the days of having to retire the flats you love because they look so worn out and they kind of smell. Just being honest. You can throw your Rothy's in a cold wash on Delicate, let the mirror dry, and boom, you got a pair of shoes that look brand new. Stylish, comfortable, and machine washable. No wonder Rothy's best-selling shoe, The Point in Black, has over 5,000 near-perfect reviews. No surprise here. Upgrade your closet with washable, sustainable, stylish shoes and bags from Rothy's. Plus, they just launched men's shoes, so make sure you check them out for the guy in your life. They're really, really cool looking. I'm about to order Jeff a pair. Little side note there. Head to rothys.com slash upside to find your new favorites today. That's R-O-T-H-Y-S dot com slash upside. The world is opening back up and it feels so good to be out and around people. Oh, I love it. And here's the thing. I know, got my shots, I'm feeling healthy, I'm feeling good, but I know that any advantage I can give my body to stay a little extra healthy would be a good thing. I mean, I've been hiding from germs for almost a year now. So liquid IV hydration multiplier with immune support is perfect. It's got vitamin C and zinc and something called Wellmune that all give my immune system a little added boost. And you know what? No matter what the circumstances are, that's a good thing. And that's why Liquid IV Hydration Multiplier with immune support is part of my daily routine. Get your Liquid IV Hydration Multiplier plus immune support in bulk at Costco. You can also order online and you'll get 25% off your purchase using code UPSIDE at checkout of liquidiv.com. That's 25% off anything you order online when you get better hydration today. Use promo code UPSIDE at liquidiv.com. Today's quote of the day is... Acknowledging the good that is already in your life is the foundation for all abundance. Here are my three random things brought to you by Brown and Company Jewelers, the most popular social media sites. Uh, Facebook, number two, with just under 70% of adults using Facebook. Instagram is number three. Pinterest is number four. LinkedIn is number five. Can you guess what number one is? TikTok. YouTube. Really? Yep. TikTok and Snapchat didn't even make the list. Wow. We'll make the top five. I'm sure they're on the list. Somewhere. Uh, somewhere. But um, number one is YouTube. Interesting. Which is funny because I probably watch YouTube every day, but I don't think of it as a social I don't either. media site. I don't either. But there's a lot of interaction. I don't even have a YouTube account, which I feel like is shameful. Uh, number two, here's a strange little marriage secret that was unearthed by Women's Health magazine. 50 per, 56% of women occasionally wear their husband's clothes. 
Oh, I wear your clothes. 16% of husbands wear their wife's clothes. Have you ever worn my clothes? I haven't, but that's just a size thing. I would stretch it all out, but you have some stuff that looks really cozy. If I was a smaller person. Like per- sweaters and stuff? Yeah. If I was a smaller person. You would walk around wearing my hoodies and stuff? Sure. Why not? My third random thing, uh, the number one priority for seven in 10 Americans are their pets, at least when it comes to self-care. Seven in 10 Americans admit they take better care of their pet than they do of themselves. Those are my three random things. I have a beautiful human alert, and this one just melts my heart. There is an organization called um, Sleep in Heavenly Peace, and I'm pretty sure it's a national organization, but they have like different chapters around the country. And there's a chapter in Tallahassee, Florida. Well, the fire department there partnered with the chapter, and what they do is they build beds for kids that don't have beds, who are sleeping on the floor, who are sleeping maybe four to a mattress. Um, And there's a whole slew of amazing things. Obviously, it gets a kid off a floor, which is incredible because every kid deserves to sleep in a bed, in a warm bed and have, you know, a sheet and a blanket. And um, so it gives them confidence. It gives them independence. And they were saying from a firefighting standpoint, if there's ever a fire in the home, firefighters go to beds to check for kids. Like that's where they, you know, if someone's like, oh, there's yeah. kids in the house, Makes they sense. check the beds and it would be harder to find them on the floor and stuff like that. So it's also, you know, like another safety thing. Um, just in that County alone, there's over 10,000 kids and they've built over 1300 beds, which is just incredible. And the organization, if that's something that you want to like donate to, they actually are asking for bed in a bags. Um, to be donated. It is called Sleep in Heavenly Peace. So the Tallahassee Fire Department, you are beautiful humans. Thank you for listening to The Upside with Callie and Jeff. Today's episode was brought to you by Dinner Affair, the official meal kit for families. Visit dinneraffair.com upside for your exclusive discount. Make sure you're subscribed to The Upside with Callie and Jeff wherever you listen to podcasts so you never miss an episode. I feel like we solved one dog problem and now we have another. What did we solve? The problem that we solved was Lily and Sadie being completely out of control when your parents came over. We realized that your parents just love them too much. Yes. And so the past couple of times they've come over, they have ignored them. Which and, kills my dad, by the way. Oh, it drives him nuts because <laughs> all he wants to do is give him scratches and love and all that stuff. But they come over and the dogs do their normal, you know, barking at the doorbell thing. And once they realize they're getting ignored, they just retreat to their corners of the couch or yeah. the bed or whatever. And five minutes later, they're fine. So we solved that mystery. The problem that we, the new problem that has developed is Sadie has become a little forager. Let's say she is a trash panda. She is like, if we leave something too close to the edge of the counter, she'll get up on her hind legs, put her paws on the counter, grab it with her mouth, pull it to the ground and eat it. She will, if there's like a, a napkin with some food on it or wrapped up in it on top of the garbage, she will get it out. 
And this is a She's n- never done no, She's nine years old This is a brand old, new behavior Never done it before So we're gonna have to nip that Cause sometimes we're not even around Like we can't catch her Cause we you know Put the food near the sink Or whatever And then we go bathe Ellie And what have you And I just So we don't always catch her in the act But she is like I don't know what her deal is So that's the next dog-related problem that we need to solve. I think she is just now realizing that food gets left on the... Because before Ellie, B-E, we would finish dinner. Do the dishes. Clear our plates over to the sink, load the dishwasher, at least get the plates into the sink, scrape the extra food in the garbage or down the disposal, and that's it. It's, and then the table mm-hmm. is cleared. Now, a lot of times, we will get up from the table and clear our plates, but like leave whatever Ellie was eating sitting on the table. Or sometimes we just get up from the table and immediately go upstairs to give her a bath. And I think Sadie now realizes that there might be food left around. So she's checking for it constantly. Yeah. I think that's what happened. But like you said, we gotta we gotta unwind that behavior quickly. I'm gonna buy a super soaker. That way I can be on completely on the other side of the room. You know what's funny? Just blast her. <laughs> she probably won't care is no. the problem. Like I She's like, I'll go dry off as soon as I finish this leftover piece of pepperoni pizza. Excuse me. That's exactly what she would do, as proved by yesterday. The dogs were sniffing around the track, and I go, Sadie. And Lily wasn't even around there. Like she was like on the other side of the kitchen. And Lily ducked her head when I yelled at Sadie and ran away. And Sadie looked me dead in the eye, like, oh, you want to go there? And then kept sniffing the garbage. And then kept sniffing the. She doesn't care. She's a beagle. She doesn't care. Hi, this is about the bears that Jeff was talking about. Number one, Country Bear Jamboree, yes, is still there in Disney World, and you can go see it if you go there. Um, two, if you want to see, try to see bears, one place to go that is not too far away is Gatlinburg, Tennessee. But please do not try to hug the bear. They are not huggable animals. If you've had kids animals. at home the past Don't year, be one or of those people who ends up on the news because they Chances approach the bear. Chances are you've had to expand anyway, your have a great day. Come up with ways to entertain your kids while school is out for the summer. And for a lot of people, that means more time at home together. Leave the legwork of summer projects to KiwiCo. With a KiwiCo subscription, your child gets a new crate full of fun science and our projects every month and they have crates for kids of all ages. Now, when I say all ages, I mean even as young as Ellie. KiwiCo's Panda Crate was great for Ellie. We ordered it for her when she was two months old. She loved it. And I also loved it because it explained why every item came in the box and what developmental milestones it would help her with, which is invaluable as a new parent. With KiwiCo, there's something for every kid every month. Get your first month free on select crates at kiwico.com slash upside. That's K-I-W-I-C-O.com slash upside. Hey, Callie and Jeff, it's Melissa Black in Dallas, Georgia. Callie, I have the order for you um, for the grocery store with um, Sweet Ellie. Go to Publix. Publix will come out with you. They will put your groceries in your trunk and take the cart back, which leaves you free to get in the car, crank the car, get Ellie all tucked in, put her stroller away, and everything's safe and orderly and perfect. Have a great day. Hey, Jeff. 
I'm just listening to the show today, Thursday morning, and you're talking about running a 10K around Ellie's birthday. Okay, let's put it into motion. Let's get an upside group together and let's run. Hi, I was calling about Callie being right, Jeff, about that you've said a number of times that you wanted to do this um, for health reasons for Ellie, but just haven't been able to get started. And I was thinking about when you did your marathon or triathlon. I can't remember which one it was, but you had a group, you had a coach, you had somebody, you know, kind of guiding you through that. And just like you guys say with therapy, that it's okay to say that you need help with this. It's okay to say that you need help. It's okay to say that you need somebody to push you. And I think Kelly's right that um, trying to get something going where you're, having somebody guide you through it would probably be a good thing. All right. Good luck. Bye. Hey, Callie and Jeff. This is Leanne. I'm listening to today's episode 599, and you guys are talking about what is the process for putting your kid in the car when you're by yourself and you have a cart or whatever, and it's summertime. As far as the car seat being hot, um, I would keep a white or light-colored towel in your car and when you take Ellie out to go in and start your shopping trip drape that towel over the car seat and then the the armrests and things like that aren't getting the direct sun on them they'll still be a little warm but they won't be blistering hot um, so that's just a, a little life hack little uh, parent hack that we've learned through the years hope that helps you guys are doing great bye hey Kelly and Jeff this is Meredith I have eight-month-old twins that are almost the exact same age as Ellie. In fact, I think our days at Northside might have overlapped a little bit. But anyways, I'm listening to your car seat conundrum about when and the situation to put the baby in the car seat. And I'm having the same problem, but I have two babies who cannot stand or walk. And half the time, they don't even fit in some of the stroller seats. I mean, the buggy seats. Anyways... So I'm hoping to hear from the Upside community. Hopefully there's maybe even a twin mom out there that calls in and gives advice because I've got double the problems, double love, but double the car seat issues. So I will be tuning in, and hopefully you guys can share the wisdom with the rest of us. It is our failure to become our perceived ideal that ultimately defines us and makes us unique. It's not easy. But if you accept your misfortune and handle it right, your perceived failure can become a catalyst for profound reinvention.